Ziploc that Right on my waistline is why I kept that strap I remember nights, I didn't remember nights I damn near went crazy, I had to get it right Now I'm your favorite rapper's favorite rapper Hey, now I'm your favorite trapper's favorite trapper The absolute truth, yeah, no joke Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Trap Draw Podcast. My name is Randy. I am joined today by Mr. Tron Carter. Uh, before I get to him, though, let me thank one of our sponsors right off the top, and that is Roback. Roback Activewear. Roback has been gaining traction big time. We love the fit and feel of their gear. The quality is top notch. Want to talk about three specific products. First, their performance polos fit so much better than your typical boxy polos. They have it all. Fire prints, classic stripes, simple solids. The four-way stretch material is next level and wrinkle-free, while the collars never lose their shape. Combine all of it, and that is why Roback polos are unmatched. Second, their performance Q-zips are a game-changer when it comes to fall golf. They're so soft, you'll be throwing darts all day. Perfect for a crisp early morning 18, a run around the block, a day in the office, or a night out the definition of versatile. And then last but not least, Roback's performance hoodies are legitimately the most comfortable hoodies we've worn on the course and off. Hands down, the softest, stretchiest hoodies. These things are just asking to be worn out on the links. And listeners right now, you can use the code TRAP, T-R-A-P, on Roback.com for a generous 20% off your first order through the end of this week. That's spelled Roback, R-H-O-B-A-C-K.com. 20% off all polos, Q-zips, hoodies, and tees with code TRAP. Trust us when we say you can't beat Roback. Check them out now. Tron, I know, uh, well, first of all, good day to you, sir. Good afternoon. Uh, I know we got some exciting things planned with Roback this fall as well. Good day, Mr. Big. We do. Uh, all sorts of hoodies. We got some... Special polos dropping. Uh, question for you: How are the how's the sleeve length on the hoodies? Great sleeve length. I found them to be uh, very very well fitting, both the hoodies and the quarter zips. Uh, and I have a polo too. I, I genuinely I, I really like and I wear it a lot. All of the uh, the rowback clothing that I have. Well, good stuff. We got some different embellishments we're working on, different logo placements. So more to come there. I think that stuff will probably, uh, as we get into the fall, that'll be dropping, you know, likely late September into October. So be on the wonderful, lookout. Wonderful. Uh, big 200th episode last week. What a time to be alive. Let's, uh, we, we have another great episode this week. Lots of important things to discuss. But before we get there, let's maybe close some loops maybe some mea culpas, some items to address from last week. How does that sound? It sounds good. And I, I'd like to pre-mea culpa as well. I'm a little bit shook uh, here this morning. Uh, I, I saw a snake in my oh, backyard. No. Oh, no. Uh, new house. You know, I, I told my wife, I'm like, we got to sell the house. We got to burn it down and sell the house and move somewhere else. She told me to quit being a pussy. Um, she's seen the same snake. It's It's some sort of just harmless black snake back there but uh yeah just you know i i hate snakes they they make me so uncomfortable i'm with you i really really do not like snakes i think they're just ugly not nothing about them makes me comfortable so i I stand beside you on that I'm, i'm very sorry for that traumatic experience today it's okay it's okay we're gonna try to try to push through it 
Uh, and then I'm being, you know, I guess this leads us to our first mea culpa. Uh, I'm being just just attacked ruthlessly. I woke up to text messages from Lou Turner and Sean Martin. A group text from Lou Turner and Sean Martin this morning. Lou is is just he's still in a tizzy. He's up in arms about this this non-apology apology for the Saharan dust storms creating. I, I uh, tried hurricanes. to tell you last week. I know what what. What do you have to say to Lou Turner and to all the listeners? Is this do you owe him a a, a better apology? I, again, I need to go back and listen, but I I don't feel that that what I said was egregious or inaccurate at all. I was just reporting on the reality here, and any you know any prognostication or forecasting, uh, or or you know meteorological theory from me was was. Totally, uh, you know, I apologize for even wading into those waters. Okay. All right. Uh, maybe at some point we'll find the time to listen back and, and understand exactly what it is <laughs> that has Lou and Sean Martin and I'm sure thousands and thousands of listeners so upset with you. Uh, so maybe more to come there. I wanted to address something. A lot of people um, pointed out that Cedar Rapids, in addition to the awful, awful flood back in 2008, I believe, uh, it, it also got hit by a derecho. Am I saying that correctly? Derecho. Yeah. Derecho. Derecho. Uh, a few years ago, which was wild. And I actually did see evidence of it in the town. Uh, a lot of trees were like weirdly um, like missing leaves and kind of looked like they were dead from their upper half. And people said it's a result of, you know, they they sustained so much stress during the derecho that they, I don't think they're dead, but they're like, they're not good. So uh, tough. Yeah. Some tough weather events up in Cedar Rapids, but um, they're, they're making the best of it. How about this TC, the points guy, awarding the best U.S. airline title to Delta. How does that make you feel? I don't think I've... That shouldn't be a surprise. That lines up exactly with what I've said all along. I will say, I think their their metrics or their, their formula for de- determining this award, uh, I think it's a little bit flawed. Um, you know, United was just crushing people with, with the route network. And uh, I think Delta was, you know, very high marks in the... Uh, this the airline clubs. Uh, I believe United's loyalty program was was tabbed as the best. Uh, but yeah, I think you know United. It was Delta, then Southwest, then United, then American. Uh, JetBlue is just in a bad place. I think JetBlue is is really struggling right now. So uh, listen, United's on the come up. We're uh, you know I think the best is yet to come on that front. Mm, okay. Well, congrats on hitting the medal stand at least. You know, third place yeah. in a in a very condensed three. U.S. airline market. I mean, that's nothing to sneeze at. So, so good on United. Uh, how about this? I, I think it's the question that's at the forefront of everybody's mind. Have you been able to close out any more tabs on your phone? Let's take a look. I uh, I think I backslid a little bit this week. Uh, I'm up to back up to 199. Oh right no, now. we're going the uh, wrong way. I, I had a bunch of stuff that people sent me to read. I'm like halfway through some of it, you know. And that's not even like I guess the thing that's really frustrating too is the New York Times app, the 
athletic app, that sort of thing. I'm starting to book lo- to bookmark some stuff to read as we go along here. So, you know, in lieu of tabs being open, I, I I've just got bookmarks and and saved items there. So, you know, uh, listen, I got I got some growth in that in that area. Okay. All right. Uh, well, recognizing is the first step. So we will we will keep tabs. Pun intended. We will keep tabs on that as uh, as we go along here. Uh, how about Liquid Death? I, I feel like what was the response from Liquid Death Nation? Pretty vocal. Oh, hugely vocal. I mean, listen, we're, there's LD baby. We're uh, we're all about it. Our friend Mac Golden, uh, friend of the program, he's he was saying they've got flavors. Flavors are outrageously good. Um, you know, Randy, you have yet to try it, but uh, I'm 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 liquid death till I die. <laughs> um, I will. I will, I'll make you this promise. The next time you and I are together, I will have tried it. I, I need to. Uh, right. I need to go out and see what the buzz is about. I'm just gonna get it's a unflavored perfect size. Unflavored, yeah, it's perfect gassy, size. gassy water. Okay. Okay. Um, do. Uh, Neil. Big news on Neil's front, huh? He he made the summit. I guess that's the big news, right? Did not did not die, did not fall in a crevice, did not have to saw his own arm off. Uh, he is back from Mount Rainier after a successful summit. So that's uh, yeah, yeah, that's great. I think hopefully we can track him down, either you or I or both of us, in the coming weeks to uh, unpack his trip and what it was like climbing and any other just exploration that comes to mind yeah i think uh we'll we'll certainly address some of his travel stuff here later in our in our, in our airlines section of the pod but uh but yeah he's been pretty quiet on social about his about his endeavor you know i'm expecting him to post something on twitter and in uh, the gram just documenting his his accomplishment his achievement but uh you know didn't want to kind of front run that on him so we'll let him do that in in due time uh randy i got a text after the episode went up like really moments after the episode went up uh <laughs> last week from our friend will knights of the fried egg i like will. uh yeah he, uh, he said i don't have randy's number but please know that everyone in chicago hates with ca- you know all caps hates Ronnie Woo Woo as well. That guy is fucking everywhere. Oh my god, that makes me feel so good to hear that. Uh, legitimately, the most annoying person I've ever encountered at a sporting event, and that includes every type of drunk person, every type of ag- obnoxious fan. I mean, this guy was a true stain on the whole experience. So very heartening to hear that a lot of Chicago. Uh, is not down with Ronnie Woo Woo as well. It sounds like he's kind of the the Cubs version of like Buckeye guy or Big Nut. I think that's right? the I think that's exactly the play he's making. And instead of just looking like an idiot like Bucknut, he he just he's just yelling constantly. It, it's so annoying. It's it's so uh, intrusive. Um, oh God, it's just making me angry. Let's let's move on. TC, this was incredible. I think you you appeared uh, talking through this Joe Rogan thing. I, I know, like he read one of your tweets. I don't know the context of it. What what in the world is going on with you and Joe Rogan? Yeah, I'm not really a Rogan listener, but I I, I guess uh, I was alerted on. <laughs> I was alerted on on Wednesday morning uh, as I was flying up to 
Philadelphia, I just boarded an American flight and you know, felt like I was time traveling back to the 1970s on this plane. We can we can get to that later in the episode. But uh many people on Instagram, Twitter DMs just saying, you know, Mr. TC, Joe Rogan just read your your tweet uh live on the air. I said, Oh my gosh, which tweet? Uh what was the context? They said it was the it was the tweet, uh one of my many replies to uh Uncle Juice, OJ Simpson. Uh just I think this one was when he waded into Live Golf and how you know he's a supporter of Live and all that. And I, I said, you know what? Agree to disagree on this one, Juice. This is probably one of the few things that, <laughs> that I've ever disagreed with you on. And I guess Rogan was was using it in the context of like people that write, you know, letters to serial killers in jail <laughs> and uh, you know, are just like fanboys of like, you know, I, I you know, Khalid Sheikh Mohammed or a Jeffrey Dahmer or something like that. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't think he was, he was necessarily picking up what I was putting down as far as the Uncle Juice stuff and and you know, just just some of the some of the tongue in cheekness that comes with that. Um, but uh, but yeah, funny nonetheless. So. Oh my God, that's incredible. Um, Uncle Juice, I think Uncle Juice is a white whale for the trap draw. We have a few, but man, getting the juice on here just to. To break down life would be uh, that would be something. I yeah. don't know what it would be, but it would be something. I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, I'm sure we'd have all sorts of backlash. I of can't course. believe you guys would have. You know, and all I would say is is you know not guilty. You know, that's right. I, I thought we were a country uh, founded on you know at, at the root innocent until proven guilty and he was not proven guilty uh tc last week you you made a trip to delaware you and solly and casey to the bmw championship how was delaware i feel like that's a state that often gets overlooked yeah i think uh yeah i want to preface all this by saying the people of delaware were fantastic the ones we ran into at the golf tournament uh it sounds like delaware is kind of a i've been to the delaware shore before uh, I've been to like Bethany Beach or Rehoboth Beach or Dewey Beach, one of those beaches up there. Um, so it sounds like it's kind of a bifurcated state to an extent where you you, know, you kind of got Wilmington, which is pretty gritty, kind of a large suburb of, I would almost call it a large suburb of Philly at this point, but, um, you know, interesting city. And then, and then you've got kind of the rest of the state, which is very kind of farm country and then you've got kind of the shore as well so uh interesting place we ate at a couple of good restaurants um we went to this deco uh food market that was kind of attached to our hotel uh everybody was buzzing about bardea which uh they've got mm. a steakhouse and an italian place keith mitchell ran into him at one point he said he'd eaten there four nights in a row <laughs> four or five nights um based you know we were kind of we were doing a lot of like actual big J journalism, having a lot of meetings and drinks and dinners with people, kind of how we got everything for that Sunday pod. So I ate at the hotel mostly. Um, there was a good restaurant at the hotel, Le Cavalier. But yeah, that was that was kind of it. We stayed at the Hotel DuPont downtown, uh, which, you know, the you know, eponymous DuPont DuPont family kind of mm -hmm. run shit in uh in Delaware. But yeah, just an interesting place. I think um I didn't didn't get to explore quite as much as I would have liked, but uh people were, you know, good crowds. People were out and about. People were excited. Uh Wilmington, we were told like don't, you know, don't venture too far 
too far uh, afield in Wilmington. There's uh, and then I guess the president was there the whole week. Uh, the first lady was sick with the vid, mm. and they were just kind of locked down at his place. So I guess I guess the cat was pissed because he couldn't fly into Wilmington. He had to fly into Philly because the oh. airspace was closed. You know, there was uh, I think some of his grandchildren were were kind of at the you know at the golf tournament at various times. Secret Service roaming around. There was some some rumors that sleepy joe himself was going to be showing up um because he's a member at the club but uh but yeah just i don't know kind of an kind of an interesting place you know kind of first time for 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 everybody or for for a lot of people spending a significant amount of time in delaware but randy the craziest part is just the going to the bmw events and getting like you know picked up in like the seven series like i it was just it's like surreal like you're staying at the player hotel and then you just you're just rolling around. You just like walk out of the hotel. You're like, yeah, I want to go there. I want to go there. I want to go there. I want to go to the course. And you're in like a seven series or an X seven or a, you know, an M six. It's just, it's, it's always like surreal. You're like, this is, this isn't real life, but it's really easy to get comfortable with very quickly. And, you know, they give all the players these like macked out BMWs and there's, you know, a hundred of them parked in front of the hotel. The guy, the biggest alpha, I've ever met anywhere is the guy that does all the valet parking and all the basically like runs the front drive like BMW and Octagon bring him in just to do this week every year. Like he was at Conway Farms a few years back and like at the hotel, he's just, he doesn't even do tickets. He just remembers everybody and tells <laughs> you to keep it on your phone. Show me your ticket number on your phone. And then it's like, it's, he, he goes and gets it. This guy just absolutely runs shit. It's so oh. impressive. Well, that's a man after your own heart as a former member of the the valet community yourself, right? Yeah, it is. It is. So, and then, um, yeah, Casey and I, one of the days we took the train up to New York to see our friends up at Holderness and Bourne, um, kind of get ahead of some of the the sourcing stuff on that. We took Amtrak out of the Joseph R. Biden train terminal in, 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 in Wilmington. There you uh, go. I was so hungover on the way up. Um <laughs> had spent too much time in the hotel bar the night before with with some people and uh <laughs> and then uh you know kind of so kind of slept slept on the way up but man trains are sweet like they are sweet you know amtrak was running a little late on the way back um but yeah just you know and it's kind of surreal like you're like you know you st- we stopped it yeah you know, the train stopped at newark or at uh newark airport at, at penn station um you know riding up from Manhattan up to we, we got off in New Rochelle and uh, yeah, it's just kind of a, the scenery was good. It was, it was super interesting. I know I um, got a high sp- I mean, I know everybody says this, it's probably like the millennial calling card, but the uh, high speed train system intersecting the country just would be so wonderful. It, it's so nice to travel comfortably uh, much less stress than flying and you know there's food and drink options you can work you can read you can just look out the window at the scenery it's it it really truly is wonderful maybe one day showing Uh, up five minutes before the train leaves yeah you know like people were on there from boston that that were riding from boston to dc people were on there that were riding a lot shorter length of time it was just i don't know it's just such a interesting just so different from air travel so yeah well, uh, a good week at the BMW. I know you guys had a little meetup at the course as well. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Anything great, else? 
great crew up there. People, uh, people excited. You know, met a few pe- of the people going to our Roost Club Championship out in Kansas City. But the uh, the Philly Philly people were 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 definitely uh, out and about at the tournament. It was it was a great thing. So wonderful. Um, well, before we get into some news stories and so forth. Anything you want to highlight that you've been reading or watching or listening to? Anything that way that you want to shine a spotlight on? Yeah, I uh, read a lot of Tom Weisskopf stuff over the last couple of days, uh, or really since you know Sunday morning, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think uh, John Huggin had a great piece. There was a few others I read that were just like, what a what a what an interesting cat lived a full life, you know, kind of all sorts of different challenges with temper and alcoholism and, and stuff. So I think just, you know, I wouldn't even hesitate to call it alcoholism. Just, he just liked to party and probably partied too much. And I think like um, to have a good time. Yeah. And then, yeah, I mean, just, just a kind of a Renaissance man of sorts. So uh, that was cool. I picked up uh, this is your mind on plants by Michael Pollan. Um, very, very early going on that, but all about kind of, you know, I don't know if it's going to be like hallucinogenic stuff, but just kind of that whole kind of how, how natural, uh, you know, plants can alter your mind basically. So, uh, I've read some of his stuff before omnivores dilemma and a few other things. So excited for that. And then, uh, there was God, New York times wise, there was an article on that dude that got got by the woman. He stopped to help. Um, read that one. That was crazy. yeah, I didn't really read that one. Was there any? Can you synthesize? Like, yeah, it was like this hike, and I don't know. It's kind of depressing. I would say read it. It's like, yeah, I don't know. It really just like somebody being a good Samaritan and then got killed for like no reason. Yeah, but there's all these crazy wrinkles to it. Yeah, um, okay. that, and then uh, there was a big article about this royal family feud within the Zulus in Africa. And like, you know, basically like that was sick. Uh, I would highly encourage people to read that one. Um, And then, yeah, just some football stuff, kind of starting to bone up on some football stuff. Kevin Clark had a good piece on Joe Burrow. I I did Uh, want to mention that. Yeah. Good on, good on Kevin. And then Nora Princiati had a good one on inside the start of the Trey Lance era, which I know you're, you're, Mm. you are stoked for. Yeah. I've read that six times. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, that's kind of you know, kind of uh, all over the place as far as I'm concerned. How about you? Uh, well, on the football front, I wanted to give a shout out to Zach Kiefer of the Athletic. I got through his six part Andrew Luck podcast series. That's through the Athletic podcast show or the the Athletic football podcast show. Awesome, awesome. He weaves together a bunch of interviews and. Um, reporting and lots of different voices. It just, man, the Andrew Luck era, a lot of stuff that I remembered and forgot and all these crazy anecdotes. Andrew Luck's a super interesting guy. And I think I didn't really appreciate the struggles he was going through with his health and what that was doing to kind of his psyche and in his mind. And um, it was just an excellent, excellent series. Good way to you know, if you're traveling or if you're if you have a long car ride, uh, it it was fantastic. And then just working through a couple books, I picked up in actually in the Cedar Rapids bookstore, um, "The Living Sea of Waking Dreams" by Tasmanian author Richard Flanagan. 
I've read a number of his other books. He's he might be like my favorite novelist, honestly. Um, another good book. Just finished that. So uh, yeah, those was, was Flanagan a narrow road to the deep north. That's exactly right, TC. Yeah. Uh, okay, I read yep. that one. That was excellent. Yeah, yeah, and that was the first of his that I read. And after that, I was like, damn, I I need to check out his other books. So yeah, Narrow Road to the Deep North is a great book as well. I've really, really enjoyed like five of his books. So I uh, can't go wrong there. Um, Randy, I listened to a pod. Uh, the Neil, Neil's got me listening to the Business Breakdowns pod ever since he was on there. The one on Rolex, there, there was a Business Breakdown pod on Rolex that the guy from Ben Clymer from Hodinkee, uh, uh, I'm not a big watch guy personally, but uh, kind of, you know, it, it like the, business of watches i think probably intrigues me more than watches themselves mm-hmm. um but the uh it was a really really interesting podcast just all about uh, i don't know rolex and just just high end watches in general but how they're marketed how they're sold how they're how they work uh but you know just kind of in the business of rolex as far as it being a a foundation of sorts and just the way that you know the way that they've evolved over the years like i would highly highly recommend it it was one of the more interesting podcasts i've ever listened to Okay. It's called Business Breakdown is the Business podcast. Breakdown. Yeah. And just Rolex. Okay. Should I feel bad about making fun of their um you know, they've done those activations in the past oh, around like perpetual the, the hashtag and perpetual. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 not at all. Like don't okay. don't feel bad at all. Okay. But it's also like they take like the the fifty year view of something instead of the five minute or five day. Like it's it was it was pretty impressive. I'll say okay. that. Okay. So, All right. Uh, uh, good. Oh, Randy, the the other thing I I forgot to mention about Delaware, the license plates are fire. Oh, those. So they've got two different license plates. They've got like the black one with like the 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 yellow around it, and then they've got just the all black one with white letters. And those are like the very exclusive, very <laughs> very like you got to pay for those. And they, I think they can only fit five, four or five digits on there. Um, so you see one of those rolling around town, and it's like whoa. <laughs> <laughs> they are sweet. I'm, I can only picture the the ones with the yellow trim. I, I do know those. And I love yeah. They're great in their simplicity, for sure. The first state, you know? Uh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, well, we, we TC, we, we got some things that we're monitoring, and we've got some news stories of the week. Which Where should we start? What, do we, do we want to touch I, on what we're monitoring, or, or do we want to? Yeah. I would say monitoring. I think that because it's, I, I don't think we can go any farther without addressing the, uh, the Finnish prime, the, the hot Finnish prime minister is completely under attack. She's very attractive. She is a very attractive prime minister. Uh, yeah. What is, so she like likes to have a good time, like any normal person, right? Is that, is that the crux of why she's catching flack? Pretty much, people are alleging, you know, drug use at, at these parties that she's attending. <laughs> I guess she's married, uh, and there was, you know, she's dancing provocatively with the guy in a club <laughs> at like four thirty a.m. You know, I, I I am not gonna judge the Finnish prime minister. She's under all sorts of stress. I'm sure their their next door neighbor is Russia. Like let let her blow off some steam, okay? Yeah. And and you know these these are private parties. I didn't find anything in any of these videos that were posted on the Instagram. I didn't find anything even remotely uh, inappropriate 
at all and they're just dancing have a good time like having fun it was like a house party and uh you know i guess she's gotten into trouble there was some hypocrisy i think she she had gotten into trouble with flouting some of the covid regulations or leaving her phone behind or whatever so yeah, i think that's a separate conversation um you know kind of a do as i say not as i do kind of thing but of course in this in this instance, leave leave the Slurpee uh, finish prime minister alone. The Am trap I right? draw. Oh, amen. The trap draw stands with the Finnish prime minister. A hundred percent. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for that, TC. Couple things going on down here in Florida. This uh, right wing lunatic Laura Loomer, I guess, is uh, lunatic. In- I think it probably undersells what she's about. <laughs> Uh, she's focusing her entire election campaign. What's she running for? House? Oh, who the hell knows? I have no idea. I mean, it's got to be the House, right? She's not running for the Senate unless she's, it's like a uh, state state Congress yeah. or state Senate or something. She's focusing entire election campaign on the villages, basically. Like she's doing all of her campaigning there. Uh, and and there's there's an entire Boomers for Loomer uh, <laughs> chant that's broken out. So we're monitoring that. Uh, elsewhere here in Florida. I, uh, one one thing on Laura Loomer. Have you seen a picture <laughs> of her? I think briefly. I don't, yeah. I mean, I you know, appearances are not necessarily show fodder, as my guy Jim Rome likes to say. But man, she's had some work done, and I'm not sure it's for the better. So that's, I mean, you know what? If we're gonna if we're gonna applaud the Finnish Prime Minister for being attractive, <laughs> then you know we gotta we gotta go the other direction, right? I guess. Yeah. She just. Oh, there's a lot of weird going on there. Uh, all right, sorry, TC. What? Oh, your your guy Ron Ron, Daddy D. Yeah, Daddy D. Uh, we're monitoring his arms. There was a <laughs> there's a uh, there was an article. Uh, I think it was in New York Magazine. Uh, of just about you know the way he stands. He's kind of adopted the Trump stance and just like his arms aren't moving correctly. It's kind of like um, <laughs> awkward looking, right? Just just kind of yeah. like uncomfortable like dude just be normal man just be cool yeah and then there was a uh you know a big top gun themed uh oh, election yeah. ad uh that that came out um you know just him going over the the rules of engagement with the the woke mob <laughs> sorts of thing i was i was dying man i was laughing so hard so oh, um and then uh, your boy Jair uh, Bolsonaro, the yeah. uh, I don't know if he's the president of Brazil or prime minister of Brazil, who who can't yeah. stop getting sick. By the way, <laughs> it feels like COVID. he's going to be the dictator of Brazil sooner than later. Yeah. <laughs> I guess he's enlisted the country's military in uh, attacking the voting machines. <laughs> yeah, as I was saying, literally attacking them. Uh, yeah, so, I, think, oh. I, I think I think my guy Bolsonaro might might not be the best of guys, unfortunately. Um, yeah, yeah, not, not um, quite sure what's going on in Brazil, but it doesn't feel very democratic. I'll, I'll say that. Our, our guy, yeah, briefly, our Fetty guy, Wop. Fetty Wap. I know that was, oh God, I hated hearing that. He got pinched on some drug charge. He's facing a five-year minimum sentence. That mm. stinks. Can't have that. No. Uh, Bell, you've seen this Bell Isle slide and in uh detroit well i didn't know it was belle isle and i didn't know it was detroit but i've been seeing videos of some slide <laughs> where people are just getting tossed around by like rag dolls i assume this is the same slide yeah it is uh one and the same i guess uh i i was turned on to it joseph lamagna from the you know one of the contributors over at the fried egg has been tweeting about that they've lost the slide it's too firm it's too fast <laughs> 
people are getting absolutely <laughs> you know they're getting thrown in the air uh it, you know and just just it's completely out of control uh, they're getting dutch boyed um yeah i saw they closed it down they tr- they tried to make some adjustments i guess uh we'll we'll see how that turns out and then cody just said that tesla batteries ba- t- tesla batteries are potentially exploding everywhere that's mm. so you know uh, i also saw that there was a bunch of uh of i guess uh whatever the internet company that musk has that, that they put up a bunch of starlink the satellites the internet satellites they lost like 50 satellites in a solar storm right here recently like yeah. a whole launch worth of satellites so mm. tough scene there um and then randy the, we gotta get we gotta the, get you on the next space pod too, oh yeah, yeah with yeah. Uh, mr dupes yeah of course. I thought you were going to talk about, we have one other thing in the monitoring, the Palisades peaches apparently oh, are yeah. demanding a fair and unbiased investigation into 9-11. Yeah. It's just some, some random produce company. Palisade. I think they're a Colorado company. I, I believe so. Um, God, people are going to get my ass for not knowing this. So <laughs> the truth or peaches, the Palisade peaches, the Colorado peaches are most famously grown in the town of Palisade. And they're known for being extra juicy and extra seat, extra sweet. So it's- apparently, yeah, this, this Palisade peaches company, uh, when you go to their website, they have a little note that says, makes you very aware that they are, you know, they're still advocating for an investigation into 9-11 which i think listen that's cool like i i yeah i would let's, read what let's you get turn the truth out, out there yeah I'm, exactly yeah uh but yeah okay so we're monitoring uh tc just some a few news items of the week uh i really which, enjoyed which i will say randy it is it is peach season as well peaches are like it is the height of peach season and i'm excited to get to ohio in a couple weeks because there's nothing better than good Ohio tomatoes. I'm so excited to get to Cincinnati. The hot, the the black dirt in Ohio just produces the best fucking tomatoes on the planet. I can't wait to get up there. Amen. Amen. I tweeted. I think I tweeted something last year, but a, a perfectly ripe peach. There's no better fruit, and I stand by that take. I've I think, had a few uh, in the last couple of weeks. I th- I think uh, what's his name. Yeah, what was what was Nick Cage's character? The Nick Cage John Travolta character. Like I could eat a peach for days. Oh, I could eat a peach from for the hours. movie from the movie Face Off. Face Off. Yeah. yeah. I don't know the yeah. character's name, but yeah. Not Caster Troy, but it was uh, <laughs> oh Sean, it was Sean it was Sean Archer and Caster Troy. <laughs> yeah. So how about this? Did you see the the two Ethiopian airline pilots that fell asleep and completely missed their landing? I did. Yeah. I was thinking, uh, you know, somebody posted that, uh, it was like the flight tracking thing and, um, yeah, they were just flying around all over their, you know, projected destination and the autopilot was on. And, yeah. uh, this is, this isn't a seven thirty seven max, I think, which Ethiopian was one of the ones that crashed in the first place. So I was thinking, Oh mm-hmm. shit. Um, but, uh, but yeah, just a great, uh, Great stuff from a Star Alliance partner. Really happy to see that. I, I will have you know the pilots have been suspended, and uh, this is this is all under investigation right now. So we will, when we hear more, we will report it. Um, 
The Beatles Islamic State cell. One of the members got sentenced to eight life sentences. I think this was was a win all the way around. We we talked to our guy Cody. He said it's well deserved. Um, yeah. Anything to add there? No, I just you know we rocked them, baby. <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, our our YSL update. Uh, of course, this is the young slime life or whatever you want to call it. Um, <laughs> with their threatening witnesses, TC, this is not good. This is not good at all. Uh, according to the Atlanta, Atlanta journal constitution, there's an unidentified individual described as a YSL associate. He was named in a leaked court document that recently surfaced online state prosecutors say the witness intended to testify against young thug and other YSL associates who are currently facing a slew of racketeering and gang related charges. So they're trying they got to protect this witness. This is, you know, this is yeah. not good. This is serious stuff. Yeah. We got to protect these witnesses. I think more, more charges keep coming out in this case as well. And then there's all sorts of, you know, there's this whole, other element of you know they're making it out i guess this is the the da's thing i listened to that podcast a few weeks ago on this and the da is making this kind of her big uh her big crusade and then you've got kind of the the recording artist community some of these producers coming out and you know making this about it's an attack on black arts and all that so you know kind of becoming a cultural flashpoint in atlanta so, mm-hmm. um, we will continue to monitor it, for of course. But you, you, you just can't be intimidating witnesses. No, I know that's that's the stuff that it just makes you look guilty too. You know, um, big big news this week. They reconstructed what Aristotle would have looked like. It had it had the internet a buzz. I think our our friend Spencer Hall at every uh, I keep saying every day should be Saturday. I know that's not Channel Six. Channel six, of course, channel six. I think he said that Aristotle looked like a Nebraska offensive lineman. That had me laughing. Um, but yeah, if, if some, people... some of the stuff he's been he's been tweeting about Scott Frost lately too, uh, <laughs> the uh, Nebraska coach. And then uh, yeah, I I texted him the other day. I can't I can't get over the the kid that won the USAM. Can't get over the way, how much he looks like Dabo Swinney as well, which. Mm. Just, you know, I've never been out quicker on somebody, especially like a teenager, or a younger kid that I have no, have never met that I can remember than how quickly I was out on him. Just the Sam Bennett, yeah, yeah, the, the, oh, the just the whole thing, awful. the whole thing. Just take <laughs> Although it he's away. A, he's shrinking the game on your behalf, right? If people have to watch him play, I think it will shrink the game. Facial it's, hair, the the yeah. The attire, the shoes, the the cockiness, the club twirls, Ugh, the, the, the Texas A and M. I think uh, we're both well uh, on the record with our disdain for Texas A and M, and yeah, just you know how sick of a group of individuals that is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, one more story before we can move on to some sports stuff. Uh, TC, the young people of Japan are simply not drinking enough alcohol, and I, yeah, this, this is a problem. This came through in an Axios newsletter, um, but yeah, the National Tax Agency of Japan has a problem with the youth. They simply aren't drinking enough alcohol anymore. According to an independent study, roughly half of young adults in Japan do not 
even have a daily drinking habit, which that's unacceptable. <laughs> we can't have that. No, we cannot have that. So, uh, you know, there's, they're doing an emphasis on home drinking and uh, using the metaverse for sales of, uh, of different, different beverages or, you know, among the, uh, the ideas. Um, but yeah, it's just, you know, they're saying no one can afford to drink, work on that first, you know, all sorts of backlash against drinking as well. Um, so I don't know. We're going to keep monitoring it. I will say I've, I've gotten into sake over the last, uh, maybe six to 12 months Been drinking more and more sake. Is that technically a wine? Is it a liquor? What? I think it's technically a wine. It's like fermented rice alcohol. Okay. Um. So, yeah, I mean, technically, like wine and I would say like liquor, not all that different as far as the chemical process. Um, you know, as far as fermentation, but but yeah, it's I don't know, it's good, and there's just a lot of different kinds of of sake as well, like very very different. Like there's far different flavor profiles and everything on it. So mm-hmm. uh anyway. I'm reading a couple of quotes from people, I, I assume like Japanese youth about this drinking thing. Uh somebody was quoted as saying, if they want us to drink, give people more free time and spendable income, it's pretty easy. What else did somebody say? Uh no one can afford to drink. Work on that first. <laughs> There's some good beer is just bitter water. And company drinking parties are a waste of time and money. I love this. All right. Well, we'll we'll keep monitoring the the youth drinking habits of Japan. Uh, and you know, hopefully those people can enjoy a drink or two. Uh, TC, I want to thank before we get into some sports stuff, I want to thank our other sponsor today. That is, of course, of course, our good friends at DraftKings. College football is back. I believe the first games are September 1st, uh, just about a week away. And it's time to enjoy the tradition, the fun, and the great offers from DraftKings Sportsbook. To celebrate the best time of the year, right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any team and get $200 in free bets instantly, win or lose. If that's not enough action, you can also place a same-game parlay for a shot at an even bigger payout. Just combine multiple bets into one, like which team will win, which team to score first, etc., etc., DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Listeners, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code NLU. Bet just $5 on college football and get $200 in free bets instantly. That's code NLU only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Randy, I'm I'm curious. How are our Red Hawks looking? Well, the Red we talking Hawks, about this last week, or, or uh, yeah, no? we we did a little bit. They're they're picked to win the MAC East, but not the MAC mm-hmm. overall. So we'll see. Well, I think, I think I uh, think I think I'm going to throw my my weight throw throw my support behind the Miami Hurricanes this year as well. That's a good yeah. That should be. I think definitely I'm definitely. I'm in on the U. Team. Yeah, I'm in on the U. The U. I mean, life is just better when Miami Hurricane football is doing their thing. Exactly. Uh, let's start here. Sister Jean, oh. absolutely stunting on UTC. I uh, would love to get your comment and reaction. She just turned. She just celebrated. Dear old Sister Jean just celebrated her 103rd birthday. That is incredible. 
Uh, apparently, they're naming yeah. the train station after. They have an officially licensed bobblehead of her. Uh, what what say you, TC? Yeah, I was gonna say, you know, the fact that she's got her own officially licensed bobblehead should tell you kind of how 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 much Sister Jean's jumped the shark. She's she's 103, and somehow she's thirstier than ever. So, uh, I just I, I just can't do it, man. I can't do it. This is this is one of my favorite takes of yours and one that I just cannot endorse. I love Sister Jean. What a really? treasure. I do. I mean, can you imagine being oh yeah, what was it when Lyola made the final four? She was probably 97, 98 years old. I think some of it just comes that that on like I don't like college basketball, right? Of course. So. That's of course that's some of it. Now listen, has she enjoyed a, a moment in the in the limelight? Of course she has. But I Sister mean, Jean's she, like that kid, like that Billy kid that the that the European tour used to trot out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not the worst. That's not the worst uh, comparison. I don't know. Long live Sister Jean, I say. Uh, Sister I Jean she- and and uh, Geronimo, Geronimo, Geronimo. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's uh, Andy and Brendan's boy. Uh, um, TC, I I found this story fascinating. That the Portland Trailblazers of the NBA are not going to send their announcing crews out on the road this year. So that no, the, the, te- the television and the radio guys, uh, when the trailblazers are on the road, will be just in this remote space back in Portland calling the game off of a TV monitor. I, I mean, what that a is, disgrace. That is so Mickey Mouse. That, that is such, oh God, if I was a Portland trailblazers fan, I would be furious. Like you, do you guys you not think, have the money? Yeah, you would think too. Like that's it's such a loyal fan base that w- like lives and dies with every game, and you've got the Paul Allen Trust, right? Which which you know they they own the team. I know Phil Knight has expressed deep, deep, sincere interest in buying the team. Local guy would never move it out of Portland, and it sounds like the, I think it's Jody Allen. She she sounds like she's just has like a 10 year process timeline for unwinding this trust. So mm-hmm. I doubt anything's going to happen in the near future. I mean, the organization sounds like it's been a dumpster fire, the Neil Olshi stuff, all that, you know, just a lot of dysfunction there uh, in the wake of Paul Allen's passing. And uh, it's just crazy to me too. Like, you know, it's one thing when you're like a football announcer or a baseball announcer, when you're, you know, you're, you're up in a box, you're up in a booth you are right on the court as an NBA commentator. I mean, yeah. like, and you're flying with the team and all of that. Like, it just doesn't like it's, uh, I, it's 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 not even costing them any more money to have them no, on I mean, site. They're flying with the team anyway, right? What is it like? Probably two hotel rooms, a couple of hotel rooms, and yeah, some extra maybe per a couple diem money, of, and a couple of more like AV people along the way. But like, you still have to like televise the game. You, you have camera people there. You have AP. You have AV people there. To produce it, it's, crazy. Uh, it is crazy. But Trailblazers fans, I want you to know that the the trap draw stands beside you, and we will we will help you as best we can. To this is it's just it's it's totally BS. Um, speaking of the NBA, they released their schedule. My Kings TC only make one trip into Denver this season, Ugh. and it's the very last home game of the year. It's not till April. I'm I'm. Just apoplectic about that. I, I don't. Your know kings are going to be frisky. I hope be super frisky. I know. God, or they're going to, you know, by the time they roll in here, they're going to be dead and missing the playoffs again. But I feel uh, like the kings are just going to move to Vegas at some point in the near future, <laughs> right? I don't know. I don't know. I have 
I, I have no idea. I, I you got to think some NBA team, whether moving or an expansion, is going to. What end are up the uh, what are this what are the Christmas Day games this year? Oh, the marquee. I know the Warriors and the Grizzlies are playing. Um, okay, hell yeah. I'm sure the Celtics and Sixers. My Celts. Uh, NBA Christmas games. I'm sure the Brooklyn Nets are involved. I can see them getting the Knicks. Yeah, kind of starting to pump them up a little bit too, right? Yeah, the Knicks. Good call. So we got uh, we got Philly at New York at the Knicks. We have the Lakers at the Mavericks. God, I, I will skip that game. No, thank you. Uh, the Nuggets at the Suns will be a good one. The Grizzlies at the Warriors. And then uh, the Bucks at the Celtics. That'll be a good one as well. Randy, yeah. are my Jazz going to – are Los Jazz going to trade uh, Donovan? I I think they would like to. It sounds from from everything I've read and heard, uh, they just they're holding out for as good a return as possible. I know the Knicks are very keen on on maybe trying to get Donovan to New York City, but yeah, yeah you you got to think with all the other stuff that they've done this offseason, if if they can find a good enough deal for him, he's going to be out the door. Yeah, Cincinnati tennis event, the the uh, Cincinnati Open. Yeah. Any big takeaways? I, I I haven't been following it too much. It continues to be a great tennis tournament. Um and probably one that I honestly did not appreciate enough while I lived there. But uh good complex up in Mason. Had a couple of surprise winners. Carolina Garcia on the women's side. I think she had to go through qualifying and then went on to win the tournament. And then Borna Korchik on the men's side who People expected a ton of big things from him. He's like 26, but it's been really hampered by injuries. But God, I watched him play a few matches. He looks like one of the best players alive. So, yeah, huh. we'll, we'll see. I think there. we got to go up next year. I want to go to it next year when it's, Neil's Neil will be moved into his place in Brooklyn to the U.S. And, Open. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's why the U.S. Open now starts. Uh, we'll qualifying. Uh, yeah, yeah. Probably Sorry, I skipped started. ahead in my head. No, no, no. Uh, I'm like, well, we can go to the Cincinnati. Cincinnati tournament. Too. I've been to the Cincinnati tournament a couple times. It's pretty Great. sweet. Uh, yeah. But yeah, the U.S. Open starting. It really starts in earnest, like end of this week, next week. But you know, the qualifying yeah. is is underway. But I'm with you on the U.S. Open. Uh, to to go to like a night session there is near the top of my sports bucket list. So yeah, yeah. let's let's make that happen. I, uh, I think there's. I don't know. I'm getting a. I'm getting more into tennis. I actually went out and rallied the other day. At the club here, um, but uh, I like also just as far as like following tennis a little bit. I think there's so many parallels between what the uh, what they're trying to do with the PGA Tour or some of the, the changes they're trying to make there to the ATP, right? The the, the overall structure, the ATP 1000s. It's like mm -hmm. these different tours within the tour, right? Yeah, um, they have so, very defined levels for tournaments down from. I think 250 being the lowest level tournament. They have 500 level tournaments. And then the Masters 1000s are, I don't know, the easiest way would it be like the WGC events are right now, where it's yeah. all the best names, big payouts. Uh, and then, of course, the Grand Slams on top of that. It's it's an interesting model. Yeah, one I've been trying to learn more about. Uh, yeah. But you definitely, what, what's interesting, I think, on the tennis side is, in a normal week, 
you could have two or three different tournaments going on both on the men's and the women's side. So you could have like two yeah. different 250 tournaments going on in totally different parts of the world. I don't know if they ever play like two 500s at the same time, but the 1000s are like, that's the deal, you yeah. know, that everything kind of shuts down for those. But yeah, it's it's a very interesting model. And then they all lead into like this year end, you know, they take the top eight um, and play like a year end round robin kind of as a as a championship, if you will. Which, yeah, somebody was trying to argue in my DMs last night that, you know, if the PGA Tour is successful with these changes, that it's going to diminish the majors. And I was like, oh, buddy, like, if that's <laughs> a, if we're getting to the point where the golf schedule is so good that, that we're worried about the, 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 the PGA championship being able to stand out, like, I'll, I'll take that, man. Like, that golf, would, that would be a great place to uh, get I was going to say, golf might be in too good a spot if, if that ever happens. Yeah. Um, Speaking of getting into stuff, TC, your boy here has been getting into the MLS and never well, really... Before we get there, before okay. we get there, All I right. did want to give my my other boy, Kyrgios, a shout out. Uh, I guess he's getting sued by the lady who allegedly had like 700 beers at Wimbledon. Uh, uh, that's so... <laughs> talk about a frivolous lawsuit. Yeah, Screw that. Just I'm, outrageous. Yeah, Kyrgios was spot on with that comment. The trap draw stands with curios. Yes, yes. Um, oh no, yeah, I was M- M- MLS. I was, yeah, I was gonna say I'm getting into the MLS. FC Cincinnati has a frisky team this year. I watch a lot of their games through ESPN Plus. Uh, I watch them like on demand. They have a very fun team. They score a lot of goals. They give up a lot of goals. So it, it's it's always like exciting soccer. Uh, but I find myself like starting to like check the standings. I'm like, you know, oh. trying to figure out what well, you know what needs to happen. Can FC get in the playoffs? I, I've been searching for like some MLS podcasts. It's crazy. We're in we're in a whole new world here, TC. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm getting into American soccer. Love it, love it. Uh, you know, I might have to get into it with you. I think that's probably a bridge too far for me at this point, but. <laughs> I'll keep you posted. Of course. All right. Um, I had put here the English Premier League is underway. I, I, you know, I don't really have a team to follow there. But TC, the World Cup this year is going to sneak up on us. It it starts in kind of mid late uh, November, a few months away. Uh, I love the World Cup. I I hope I do too. Quater, Qatar, excuse me, Cotter, will uh, yeah. Cotter will will be a good host. I know it's fraught with issues but I, I put setting that aside the world cup is sweet and i look forward to watching it big i wanted to uh you know it kind of ties in a little bit just because our good friend the commish oh uh, God, i miss him i miss him so it, much was a you know still is i'm sure a massive massive soccer fan um you know huge uh huge fan of of the world cup and uh yeah i just wanted to people have been asking us that you know haven't heard the story what happened with the commish you know and and our friend thg the hung ghost very very big uh cincinnati uh fc cincinnati fan allegedly well. I, I don't know if, if thg would even I, I don't even know if he could name three guys on the team he lives right down the street from the stadium yeah, he does. I, doubt, I doubt he even goes to the games well, well uh, we no, should but, say that but the, the commish getting married yeah. In October, I think uh, I, I, I'm unfortunately I, I'm going to be headed to Korea. I think that weekend with Solly and Cody. But I think uh, 
you were hoping to see the commish at uh, THG's wedding, right? Yes. So I am planning to be at the THG nuptials. I would assume that the commish has been invited. I hope he's able to make it. I don't know what I'm going to do. We haven't spoken to the commission two years. He refuses to field any notes from us. I, I, like, I don't know what that interaction is going to be like. I don't know if I should reintroduce myself. I don't know if I should mention like, hey, commission, we haven't spoken in two years. Like, I, Should we talk we about that? We went from texting hundreds of times a day to never never yeah. speaking again. We've, we've asked Cody to potentially track him down out in, out in the Phoenix Glendale mm-hmm. area, uh, you know, lots, lots of irons in the fire there. Um, Cody has offered to track him down and, and kind of arrange for, you know, almost like put him in a van and bring him to us. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we, we miss him dearly and, uh, you know, hope, hope dental school's going well. Big guy. We love you commission. Um, just a few football things here, TC, your boy, Deshaun Watson gets 11 games. I, I don't I don't have anything yeah. to add there. Uh, yeah, I mean I don't know. Kind of feels like the like the way they structured the contract and all that. Like the Browns got away with all of it, right? Sure, of course, of course. So, uh, I guess TB TB twelve, your boy back in Tampa after a like a two week hiatus from camp. Yeah, very uh, weird story. Um, I don't quite know what's going on there. Is T is TB twelve? kind of a prima donna is he a is he a bad guy is he a sick guy or is he a good guy and this is all nothing i i don't know we do know that he's a system quarterback though we we can settle on that yes we've confirmed that uh speaking of uh potential system quarterbacks you know desmond ritter looks pretty good in the preseason for the for my falcons uh jags are back by the way but kyle pitts complete predator Mm. I'm, I'm buying buying all the stock. Your boy Jesse Bates 3.0 signed his tender today. Yeah, we're going to get him in camp. A couple weeks to prepare for opening day. Good things. Good things on the Bengals front. Um, TC, we got to take some time for this one. Urban Meyer officially announced going back to be a part of the Fox college yeah. football uh, pregame show, I guess. Uh, like, what the hell? What, what, are, what, are, what, are, what are we doing? I, I, you know, there's nothing I can say other than, you know, I, I, I kind of, uh, one of his former players got arrested, charged with kidnapping and robbery in mm. Memphis mm. today, Marcus Williamson. Um, you know, I think Ohio state people were still waiting for that apology from you all. I'm, you know, I'm assuming, you know, Fox can't seem to quit him. I'm sure they'll put him on the studio show before. And are they going to address any of this? Are, are they going to be like, yo, Herb? You spectacularly failed in Jacksonville, but like, welcome back, man. Are yeah. like, are you embarrassed at all? Like, you're a total clown. I, it's I, or does he yeah. just like kind of come back, Costanz esque, and just pretend uh, like nothing happened? Uh, yeah, I think that's exactly what he does. I would have liked to have seen NBC take a flyer on him and put him on with the Clapper Jack. Oh my God, what a three headed monster! That would be a three headed monster for the ages. Uh, yeah. God, Urban is the worst. And True. Bad, I mean, bad on Fox for just they can't quit him. What an addiction that is. Yeah, and it's it's like Urban and Brady. Well, it's Urban Brady Quinn, Reggie Bush, and like Matt Leinert, right? Yeah. yeah. No thanks. Fuck me. That's sick. It's sickening. Uh Shani finally denounced Jimmy. 
basically I, said, you I know, I believe in I believe in Jimmy as a person, but kind of said, hey, like it's you know, it's time to it's time to take the top off the defense, which I think <laughs> confirms everything that uh Poosh and I have been trying to express to you through through the course of last year, where like, you know, Jimmy was holding holding the offense back. God, I can't wait. I can't wait for Niners Twitter if and when Trey Lance struggles out of the gate. Oh God, I'm gonna relish it. Uh, but if he if he blows the doors down, it, it's gonna be a tough fall for me. So <laughs> we're we're really looking at two extremes here. Uh, a lot going on on the air travel front. I don't think we have to spend too much time on any of this. We can talk about some of it when Neil comes on as well, because I think some of it's related to him. But monitoring the hell out of this, United had an absolute fucking operational meltdown debacle last night. We're recording this on Tuesday, August 23rd. So Monday night, August 22nd, just a disaster at Newark. Flights from the West Coast taking off and turning around an hour into the flight to go back to LAX and Santa Ana and SFO, like that bad. I don't think I've ever seen Mm. like transcontinental flights just turning around like that. Mm. Crazy. What was it, computer software or something? No, I think it was just like storms and then your boy Mayor Pete, you know, the the uh the air traffic control situation's bad, I guess, like really okay. bad. Uh and then yeah, Newark's just a disaster anyway. So I, I feel like air traffic controllers are kind of like long snappers, you know, very underappreciated and you don't notice them until something goes terribly wrong. I was so, reading a couple things about how, you know, beyond just being understaffed right now. They're also like, I think some of it goes back to like when Ronald Reagan fired all of them. Uh, yeah, they, they tried to unionize. Striking. Yeah, yeah. Your, boy, then, your boy, Ronnie Reagan. And then um, I think they, you know, they've been kind of bleeding. They've been understaffed for a while. They have forced retirements. I, I Like you have to get an exception if you're like above 57, I think the, the number is. Um, just because, you know, mental acuity and that sort of thing. Like experience can only make up for so much loss of, you know, acuity and everything. So I think that's part of it. And then, um, you know, it's just a tough position to hire for, right? You, you, like you don't make any much while you're while you're training. And then I guess when they're training, they have to, they can't really prep where they want to be when they're training. So then you get trained, and then you you know you basically you're brought onto the system, and then you have to basically uproot and you know a lot of people transfer right after they train and then you have to get retrained in that market uh plus the scheduling like you know it sounds like they put them on a lot of shitty like turnaround shifts and that sort of thing which would seem like it would be more regulated than that you know Mm -hmm. considering this stuff's supposed to be like kind of at the root of air traffic or air safety but i don't know anyway we're we're monitoring that uh i think united lost somebody's lost a golfer's golf bag this week as well. Listen, Megan, that's going to happen. But Delta did the same thing with Megan Kang on the way of up course. to uh, Ottawa. So, um, and then, yeah, I just wanted to have a specific call out. Neil Neil brought this up. Neil, um, he flew uh, United last week from Newark to uh, Seattle. Uh, I think he thought that that meant he was on a transcontinental flight and he got into automatic access to the Polaris lounge. Like no, he had no, gotten no, upgraded no, no. as like a silver. And I'm like, dude, like that's only the LA to New uh, York or LA to Boston little boys. or SFO. Yeah. Yeah. And then he was bitching about it being a 737. And so I pulled up, you know, hey, okay, here's, here's, here's Delta's flights from JFK to Seattle. 
these are all on 737s and shitty 757s as well. Um, you know, and I was like, Neil, Neil can't just be happy that as a silver, he got, he got an upgrade on a five hour flight, you know? Um, but he, uh, you know, he's been riding for, for LaGuardia lately. Um, he's the trying to terminal at LaGuardia. What, it's is, all, it's unbelievable. It's fantastic. Yeah. I will, I will ride for that. And he's, uh, you know, the sky club there is great. Um, but I know that he's going to, he's going to need some status on United as well. His, mm. his in-laws live in New Jersey, that sort of thing. So we can, you know, but he's, he's kind of deciding between do I, you know, he's talking about taking mileage runs in, you know, December 30th, December 31st, trying to make platinum on Delta or gold on United. Uh, but the biggest thing he said, Delta's go-go Wi-Fi is a, is a disgrace. Mm. And I think we can all agree on that. I've been on probably eight to 10 Delta flights this year on a, not on a single one has the Wi-Fi, like I've paid for it on four or five of them and not on a single one has the Wi-Fi been even usable. God, so, I hate that. All right. I'll get with my people at Delta. I don't think I've ever bought Wi Fi on a plane. I I love working on planes. Oh my God. I love unplugging and just like not having to I do, do too. Anything. On longer flights, but like on some of these shorter flights, getting that two or three hour window of just maximum yeah. productivity with nobody calling me. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, oh, did you see the dude bringing the bald eagle? Through TSA at the I, Charlotte Airport. Shout out to my my high school friend Chris Anderson brought that to our attention on Twitter last night. I I had not seen it. Just that was un- unbelievable. Big ass bald eagle. Do you now was that a service eagle? Do you think what like what what possibly could have been going on there? It's a great question. Great question. I uh, you know Charlotte bad airport to begin with too. Uh, bad city American. Too. Not the Queen yeah, Charlotte, City. Charlotte, Charlotte stinks. Get it all out of yeah. here, Charlotte. No, I'm thank out you. on Charlotte. Yeah, no offense to to our buddy Luke Keekley, but of course you know, I'm out on Charlotte. Uh, Randy, speaking of you know uh, you know American hubs, I flew American to Philly. Mm. Uh, Solly Solly changed his flight. He said he was going to let me board with him. He didn't. Um, he left you high I, and dry. Left me high and dry after all I did for him. You know he was he said this this will repay you for for getting me those lay flat upgrades on the way to Europe. Uh, so I, you know, I sprung for the direct flight instead of connecting through Dulles or Chicago. Uh, and it was an egregiously outdated plane. It was one of the oldest planes I think I've ever been on before, other than the Delta 717s. Uh, but they got us there like 28 minutes ahead of time, just because I think they build in so much delay time on that on that uh, route and yeah. uh you know i mean i think there were there's still ash ashtrays and 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 stuff on the on the armrest there and then the philly airport it's so fucking bad like it's <laughs> it's a disgrace like uh, so on, on the way back we had like an 850 flight uh from philly yesterday or on sunday and it you know it ended up just being like we go through security i've got pre-check and clear they didn't have clear there's not even a pre-check line. They just mm. give you a little, like you go through the same yeah, line. They there's give like a pre-check the... little tag they give yeah. you. Um, yeah. And then we get through there. We're in terminal F or gate, you know, the F gates. We had to walk 20 minutes. Oh, First sorry. of all, we tried to get in the Amex lounge. Amex lounge was on a wait list oh. at like 7.15 AM. 
which like what the fuck are we doing? These there, lounges guys? are being overrun. And and I would like to say you would like kids to be let in free. This is why we need to we need to be charging people more to get into these lounges. Yeah, we need to shrink the game. Yeah. Uh and then so we walked the 20 the 20 minutes and that's just to get on a bus to take us to the F8 oh or whatnot. It was it was a debacle. And then uh yeah, I don't know. Just a just a horrible airport. Uh, so I will sorry. say the one good thing though is it's a it's a well located airport. I like like Philly in general. Cool cool city. I need to get there more often. Obviously the golf's great, um, but just yeah. You know, I, 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 like I need to, to do eat. the. Well, I need to do the touristy stuff around Philly. Yeah, see, see some of the history. Uh, well, let's leave on this. I I know American. I feel like they're targeting members of NLU right now. They've they've taken over Air Wisconsin. Uh, as a nod they, to, yeah big deal in you know air wisconsin they 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 really really screwed me over on the way to the Ryder cup last year <laughs> the shitter was broken uh but they wouldn't take my stuff off the plane because i was just gonna like somebody was just gonna come pick me up from o'hare instead of me connecting to milwaukee couldn't do that had to continue on to milwaukee but they're you know americans bringing air wisconsin into the fold on all their shitty crj 700s they're like crack for these for these operators, like I think they can sell like six seats on these things, and they're still profitable, even at these fuel prices. It's crazy. Well, I'm keen to see what Americans got planned for their they 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 they're putting a flag in CVG, the Cincinnati Airport, and then they are. That's interesting. That is very interesting. So I guess that's more of a they're, we'll have to monitor, but uh, that that has my attention. I think they're they're chief revenue guy their cro he's he's doing all sorts of kind of off the wall shit they've got a direct flight from boston to traverse city going right now they're trying to trying to move into boston onto delta's focus city turf uh they're building a mini hub in in austin uh they're trying to go after raleigh and another delta stronghold and then um uh nashville as well they're trying to go after some of these some of these fast-growing markets uh, so we'll see. I saw they also mistook a camera for a bomb yeah. last week, wow. uh, which is tough. And then they 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 put in a purchase order for the uh, supersonic jets from Boom, which you know a lot of people tagging me in on that. United ordered those like 16 months ago. It's old news. And they're like a decade away from being operational at the very least, even if they're if they're ever feasible to begin with. God. So, all right, all right. Well, thus endeth the air travel section. TC, episode 201. What a joy this has been. Thank you, sir. Anything else before we uh, before we say goodbye? I would just say if, if anybody has any leads on the commish, yes. bring, bring him to us. Well, last we knew he was in dental school somewhere around Phoenix, Arizona. And he looks like Arjun Robin, the old Dutch striker, if that helps people. Yeah. And his laugh is like the guy from the old Sonic commercials. Yes. It, uh... In the drive, in the drive up. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. Exactly. Well, let's get out of here. TC until, Oh, we got a special one next week. We're doing our NFL draft team draft slash preview with Mr. Poosh and KVV. So that will be uh that'll be a fun one. Amen. Looking forward to it. Right on my 
waistline is why I kept that strap. I remember nights, I didn't remember nights. I damn near went crazy, I had to get it right. Now I'm your favorite rapper's favorite rapper. Hey, now I'm your favorite trapper's favorite trapper. The absolute truth, yeah, no joke. Who needs